Hey there, Sean. Hey, Pierce. How's it going? It's pretty okay. All right. That means it's time for another episode of the It's Pretty Okay podcast. Let's do it. Let's start the show. We are, we are recording, um, and uh, I, I'd like to say congratulations to, to all three of us, um, because our beloved uh, Virginia Cavaliers, the Wahoos, the Hoos, have won another ACC regular season championship. And, you know, I think everyone should take a moment to realize just, the, the, just how great this team is. They've lost three games in the best conference in the land in the last... Um, two years, and really, that's all that needs to be said about them. We, that's that's enough. You know, postseason, most season. Um, it's l- more like the least season. Uh, so Jesus. I'm I'm cool with this. I'm going to go to sleep for for just the the rest of the year. No more basketball for me. All right, and then uh, when you eventually wake up, uh, what are you going to have for breakfast? Uh, the same thing I have uh, every morning, which is coffee with a side of uh, passive aggression and sorrow. Um, which gets me at least to lunch, so I do that intermittent <laughs> fasting on accident. Uh, but I, I guess I realize that I am I, I am not a big breakfast eater. As as I just said, coffee is enough to fuel me. But I feel like you both are are maybe slightly more traditional in the way you approach the the waking up. The best part of your morning is not just blank coffee in your cup. Yeah, I would I would say so, and and. Good, good on us for not buzz marketing that that coffee company. Um, Pete's, <laughs> Pete's. Uh, nah, their coffee's no good. This is going off the rails very quickly. Yeah, uh, well, Max yeah. is just now having his coffee, so that's probably why <laughs> we lost an hour. Fair enough. I'm very confused, but we're here now. Even if we rewinded an hour, it's still 11:30 in the morning. Yeah, yeah, I was still in bed. <laughs> <laughs> right, we know that's the, that's kind of the point we're making. So I I actually think that considering that Max gets up at what could comfortably be called early afternoon, <laughs> I might be the most traditional breakfast eating person on this podcast because you're because uh, you're actually up <laughs> in the morning. Right. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. So I I don't have quite as defined. A routine as you do, uh, but I do. I try to eat something in the morning, and I, I am. I am really interested in like what what it is that we eat, because you know there there's this like when you go stay in a hotel, there's this continental breakfast. It's meant yes. to to evoke the the continent of Europe with its light focus on on small pastries and and coffee and and tea Mm -hmm. so what then is american breakfast why are we not eating american breakfast in hotels or or what is it even yeah and and i would say say to you max um you know you've you've stayed at hotels you've also been to europe you've also been to america so i really think that you are well suited for this discussion uh when I don't know about you, but when I've eaten in Europe, it has rarely looked like a quote-unquote continental breakfast <laughs> that you get in American hotels. <clears throat> yeah. No, in Europe, they give you, like, cold cuts and bread oh, for breakfast. Yeah. Or maybe that's in other countries. That's certainly what they gave in Peru and some other places. Um, yeah. Vegemite down in the down-under per- areas. Peru, noted part of the continent of Europe. So, no, he's yeah, it's right. It's America. I, I've, I've been to, to places in... in 
Europe, I have I've traveled, and um, I would say uh, the UK aside, that's that it, it is like cold cuts in bread, which yes. is. But even even outside of that, I think as I look around and see traditional breakfasts, there are they're a little more streamlined than what I imagine. Yes, you might have a croissant with butter, but you're just having a coffee. There's no other crap going on. Right. I think, so the traditional uh, English or, or UK breakfast, for those who are unfamiliar, and correct me while I'm, while I'm going through this, is like a tomato, some baked beans, or beans, I don't know if they're baked beans, they're beans. and then there's, what, toast and an egg and... Sausages. Sausages. And so, yeah. and that, when I was in the UK, I mean, for a very brief stint, like three days, that was what you got, no matter where you were. Yeah. Um... So I, I think if you're trying to find the the American equivalent, like the U.S. breakfast, I think it's two eggs any style, <laughs> to, uh, toast, and bacon or sausage, your choice. Um, I think it's the, the freedom to choose between those things, but those are the staples. So I think you have those three things on the You on say the that, and I don't think that British people actually eat that, but American people do actually eat that a lot of mornings, I think. I know friend of the pod, Kevin always has eggs every morning and i think might have extra protein with it sometimes depending mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. you know if he's trying to gain or lose weight but but sean i think for me that just seems really outdated i mean what are you trying to eat in the morning every morning um i, I am i can tell you this i am not spending time in my kitchen cooking bacon and eggs yes i know that uh, it it varies a little bit i there's a sometimes like if i'm in a particular rush uh, there's a, a place where I get coffee sometimes on my way to work, and they have little breakfast sandwiches on, like, English muffins or biscuits. So I might get one of those. Um, might have, like, cereal and yogurt at my apartment. Um, sometimes I'll, I'll go to work, and we, ha- we have uh, a, a stash of oatmeal. I make oatmeal at the office. Um, so I'm, I'm a little all over the place, but I, I don't eat... You know, I I also don't eat that kind of full breakfast very often. You what you've described mm. is essentially the kind of breakfast you get in a diner or like at Waffle House. Yeah, yeah, and so I, I think that that part of it is, um, you know, you you're really I think you're kind of talking about uh, breakfast as what is your essential morning fuel to kind of get you through. For me, it happens to be coffee to the detriment of maybe my relationships with people that I work with. Um, but uh, Your office bathrooms. Yeah, and I, I think that, you know, what, what you're discussing is, is seems more reasonable. But at the same time, I, you know, I don't know where the English breakfast originates, but I look at, okay, what is, what is traditional American breakfast? It's eggs, bacon, I'll throw in orange juice, and probably a starch of some sort. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, what is your fuel to get going in the day? These are rooted, I think, in our agrarian, um, you know, uh, kind of history. And maybe you did need that much to go out and, and do whatever. Um, also, I'd point out that eggs and bacon are are things that America has in has in droves. Uh, you know, I'd say the pork industry is pretty strong. Um, <laughs> the chicken, you know, and egg industry pretty strong in orange juice we have two different huge states that are these citrus capitals and mm-hmm. are really big about lobbying for that so i mean i'd say that part of these are just they're, they're american products and if you needed them to go out and you know 
you know, till the fields and, and everything else makes sense. Uh, the other one is, uh, you know, you mentioned oatmeal and, and I, and I, when I've had breakfast in the past, I'll occasionally, I might do some yogurt and some, uh, granola or something like that. And there's usually a, a regional starch involved. I would say in the South, it's, it's kind of biscuits. I don't, what do you guys have in the Northeast max? Is it, is it like mush or a regional <laughs> starch? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I think a regional starch, you know, you want something that a carb that you can have at the start of the day to give you, you know, the fuel you need. So you're not just running on protein the whole time. Sure. Uh, I, I think there's usually toast, like I said, but then I mm-hmm. think there's also um, often home fries. And then I think you're getting your Ooh. your trifecta of waffles, pancakes, French toast. Um, mm. One mm. of those things as well. <laughs> Um, you're not now, now I noticed that a lot of breakfast establishments and now I'm separating between if, if I go out to eat breakfast, which by the way, I'll just, for the record, I I don't think I've ever gone out to eat breakfast. Mm. I've gone out to eat brunch, but I've never gone out to eat breakfast. And I think that there's an important distinction and I'm not going to get into brunch. My distinction is just that it's later and that the meals are heavier and they have lunch options, and that's intended because it's a, it's so, not just breakfast. So I don't think I it's think a fair it's... comparison here. But even there, you're not getting the pancakes or the waffles with the the, the two eggs, meat and toast combo yeah. that they they have. So that that I think it's worth kind of exploring that though, which is uh, you know maybe we're not eating the this that traditional breakfast at home anymore if we ever did, but is maybe the quote-unquote traditional American breakfast, if a tourist comes here, what they're actually thinking about now is is brunch? You know, well, where I you would, have the pancakes and everything else? I mean, I would say that what what on earth is Eggs Benedict if not two eggs, meat, and toast? Plus sauce. a bunch of mayonnaise. Yeah, the sauce. The Does sauce. sound American. The, the sauces. Yeah, I, I think that we've we've kind of like made it into this this really big thing because we do, you know, say it's the most important meal of the day. And why not make a, a portmanteau and, uh, you know, have or there might be a, a better word for for when you combine two words like that. But um, it's so, into this quintessentially American thing. So, let, well, OK, so I, I want to explore that a little bit be, because. What you said about the agrarian society is, I think, is correct. I think it's perhaps focused more on the fact that you needed heavy fuel living in an agriculture-focused world in the morning Mm -hmm. to go out and work in the field all day. Um, Eggs and bacon pretty clearly seems to have come from somewhere else. Like, that was not conceived as breakfast in America if eggs and bacon are part of the English breakfast because England was around first. So really the truly like kind of invented in America conception of breakfast is breakfast cereal. I would say it started. And so it started with cornflakes, which were, (laughs) which were a device made by a lunatic health nut in Michigan to prevent people from masturbating. Yeah. And it has ended in all sorts of uh, rainbow-colored sugar bombs that are harmfully advertised to children in the same way that cigarettes are uh, advertised to adults. 
I think I think that the I think term that's you're looking the for is real American breakfast. Yeah, I think that the the word you're looking for is diabetes accelerants. That is the word, <laughs> diabetes accelerants. Um, you know, Max, you look concerned. Did you eat well, breakfast cereal? Going no, up? I, I was. I, I well, absolutely. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I was looking concerned because I was I was curious. So I was trying to do a little bit of the um get a little bit of the history here, and I'm learning yeah. that uh, apparently, and I only have one one source, so I'm. I'm I'm not positive on this, but Intern's I guess it's not working that hard today, huh? The, the classic yeah. American breakfast was was pretty much just like fruit and porridge until the 1920s, when oh. one guy who worked for a marketing company for um, pork products wrote to 5,000 of his doctor friends and asked them to confirm that Americans should be eating uh, a heavier breakfast, specifically bacon and eggs, and they published that in many major newspapers. In the 19, yeah. 1924. So, so, yeah. So, we probably, we got probably... A so, marketing, of, which is, but, that's America. And yeah. marketing, very American. Probably, you know, we got a lot of pork. We got a lot of orange juice. Vitamin C, not actually that good for you. If it was, we'd be eating rose hips all the time. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, eggs. Yeah. I'd say that the, the chicken lobby... Ch- chicken chicken people have really two ways to get you, so... Well, and then this um, all comes back to cereal again, because yeah. the, the sugary cereal industry... It is a, a symptom or, or a result of the marketing backlash against fat by people who wanted to sell you sugar products. Yeah, right. You got to have your pops. You got to have your breakfast cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> I have many boxes of breakfast cocaine waiting to be eaten. <laughs> right. Pumpkin and, spice flavor. So, and I think that the other thing with the, with the fat, but maybe even bigger than that, a, a theme is... I look at, you know, when you go out to eat breakfast and a lot of stuff you mentioned, Max, even down to yogurt most of the time, all these are really sweet. Um, there's no other meal where sweetness is so kind of uh, kind of invited because you've got all these things you put syrup on, molasses, depending on where you're from or your, your situation, for those of you who read To Kill a Mockingbird. Um, you know, yogurt, a lot of the yogurt until recently has been sweet yogurt flavored with quote unquote strawberry and everything else. Right. Um, cereal, obviously, uh, all the kids drinking chocolate and or strawberry dairy beverage. Um, it's that I think baffles me more than anything. And I don't I, even know if it's the fat part, but we start getting into the horrors of breakfast, really. I, I think that comes and, I, and I'm not a nu- nutritionist by any means, but I think that's a balance of, like, when you're eating bacon and eggs, um, yep. those are heavier per mm-hmm. the 1924 advertisement, and mm-hmm. so they make you feel full, but they, they don't, they also kind of make you a little sluggish, so I think that the the intent is to give you some of that kind of sugar rush. But they don't yeah. have um, to. That's the important so you, thing. So you eat sugar or breakfast cocaine with it, and that's what gives you that energy. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. That's kind of what I meant by I'm not a nutritionist. I think that's where that comes from, is, oh, I need some sugar in the morning to get me going. Bacon and eggs make you feel sluggish and heavy if you have too much of them. Yeah. If you eat an egg, if you were to eat, say, an egg and two slices of bacon. That's a keto I, breakfast. Sure. I, I, I can't imagine where you yeah. would possibly have gotten that information from. Um, but if you eat, you know, if you eat a three-egg omelet with bacon and ham and cheese in it, of course you're going to feel like you 
you know are are full of a ton of bricks because you effectively are. So yeah. really, the the issue is not. I mean, it sort of comes back to the idea that the issue is not what the food is; it's our societal lack of self control <laughs> yeah. as it c- pertains to portions, which is aided by marketing executives for, you know, the pork lobby and the egg lobby and the cereal lobby who just want to sell mm-hmm. more of their thing. Yeah, and and don't forget that the sluggishness is offset by the and I and I looked up these numbers beforehand. Um, uh, 64% of Americans drink coffee every day. 87% of them drink it regularly. So there, we're combating this. We're, we're really just pounding our body with, you know, proteins, and then you get some, some sugar rush, and then also let's just add a stimulant into it so we have yeah. just a, an eight ball of, of morning fun. And, and uh, your statistics don't have, I would love to know, the percentage, the breakdown of those percentages of people who put sugar in their coffee. Oh, yeah, who yeah, are combining yeah. them. Yeah. Because I bet wow. it's above 50%. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think, I, I don't know, for me, and and really what I hoped here is we've we've kind of poked holes in this thing that is truly foundational for, for America. You know, <laughs> even if it, even if you look at it as it's foundational to our market economy because these big commodities are built on this and then the advertising industry is built on them and then, you know, the consumer industry, what's stocked in grocery stores. Breakfast is a really big deal. I, I, but what I'm realizing is as opposed to maybe other meals, um, you know, this, this real big salty protein and really sweet stuff uh, – Breakfast is not very nuanced or subtle. It's just like bang, bang, big American fireworks. So is there is there a – now, we're not nutritionists, but I'm looking at the lay of the land, and there are a lot of weird diet stuff that people are exploring right now. And is there is there a way to, to bring it all together and besides just drinking water, have a have a better breakfast situation? I mean, I'm, I'm sure there is. It's It's got to be, you know, the kind of things that – that are are somewhat common common sense like maybe don't take something like and you know if you're going to have an egg which is something that on its face is not harmful or unnutritious it has lots of protein it has you know it has a little more cholesterol than maybe you would like but it's there's also a lot of scientific research that suggests that it's cholesterol is not the demon we've made it out to be um neither is fat correct and just don't cook it in a great big fucking pile of butter. Maybe that's better. It's mm-hmm. things like, you know, eat fruit in more judicious quantities because, yes, fruit is natural and from the earth, but it is also full of sugar. And a lot of fruit is really kind of not, not giving you the same nutritional bang for the buck that you think it is. Um, you know, it, it's it's replacing... I would say that no one diet has it figured out. Certainly Atkins, South Beach, you know, the the vogue low carb diets of the of the aughts. Well, you can eat as much bacon as you want. No, you fucking can't. That's a yeah. really terrible idea. That's a good way to die of a heart attack. Yeah. But you also I mean, shouldn't just, you know, I, I do think that you know, I think that the important thing, and just like again, we are not nutritionists. Obviously, we're not nutritionists, but like, 
isn't the most important thing just like listening to your body and if your body yeah. is crying out for food in the morning you should eat something and if it's not you shouldn't like that one doesn't seem like it's too hard yeah and i think the thing there is max i would say that uh at least i think compared to me you are you are not like a huge eater and so maybe you would have kind of I mean, you certainly go to, to brunch sometimes, and I feel like that probably feels like a horrific amount. But I also see that you eat breakfast sandwiches um, a, a decent amount, or like you would you would come over to record and you would get a breakfast sandwich of coffee. And in some ways, I feel like that is an appropriate amount of food, which is about the size of a hockey puck. Um, you know, as someone who yeah. maybe eats less, is that do you think that that's part of it? Is just kind of understanding moderation? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think eating eating out in America for me, and, and maybe it's just that I don't eat a lot, but I would say that 90% of the portions are too large. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's so, just yeah, that's, you. Yeah. But they're certainly too large for me. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Um, the breakfast sandwich thing is interesting. I, I don't eat them that often, but I think a lot of those instances were were Sunday mornings where maybe the, the previous evening I had imbibed in, in, in um, you know, some craft beverages of sorts, and so I needed the, the extra heavy breakfast. My, um... My traditional breakfast, like on a on a work day, which I think is, is relevant here, yeah. is is pretty much always either one of two things. Uh, it's either I I bring my breakfast to work, in which case I have a yogurt, a Greek yogurt usually, mm-hmm. and I make a green tea. Yeah. Ooh. Or I don't bring breakfast, and then I stop at Dunkin' Donuts, and I get a medium coffee and a donut. <laughs> <laughs> Those are two um, wild extremes. I, so, I realize, which is why I wanted to bring them up because that's yeah. the, and 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 our, I, I should take note of like, do I feel better on the days when I have one versus the other? And I and I would like to point out that like, while it sounds like, oh my god, you're eating donuts for breakfast very often. Like a single donut on its on its own is really not that different than like a bowl of cereal. No, <laughs> it's, it's not, really it's not, not at all. I just yeah. want to make that clear for everyone. Yeah. Like it's, it's it's not. It's probably actually less sugar depending yeah. on what kind of donut I'm getting and it's probably less calories too. And I mean, I guess that may depend. It's it's, it's not good fuel. Way. It's not good fuel either way and and we kind of which is unfortunate for it's all the kids empty who empty calories, carbs yeah. and sugar. Yeah. But but you do get to something. I mean, if I was going to when I have tried eating breakfast and I'd say like last year I don't know, for about a year and a half straight, I, I tried eating breakfast, and it, it made my stomach really upset, honestly. Um, I figured out after after this, it was not the coffee. It was actually the yogurt. But mm-hmm. I think yogurt is, is especially Greek yogurt, is an undersug hero. Sean, you, you mentioned, like, adding fruit in but, small but quantities. But Im- importantly, not, no, non-fat Greek yogurt, which is how we've quartered the market, is not really what you want. No, and I have full fat always, and I think Max, you do too, right? Well, I was going to mention actually. I, I wanted to get into that. Is that I, I don't get the I, I get the full fat one sometimes, but I, I used to get fat free, um, and so there's two things there. One, and you can go into this in further detail, but when it's when it's fat free, you know that's not appealing on its own. When you remove fat from yogurt, there's not much left, so they typically replace that with something that makes it appealing: sugar. Right. Um, that's obvious. But the other thing I was going to get is that when I eat a fat-free yogurt for breakfast at 9 a.m., I am hungry at 10:30. Whereas yeah. when I eat a full-fat yogurt at 9 a.m., 
I'm like, even at noon, I'm like, I could go 30 more minutes before lunch. So I think that, yeah, you're eating more calories because yeah. it's fat, but it's it's filling, Solving it's satisfying. Problems. You actually feel energized. And so I, I typically get the 2% Greek, but the, either the two or the whole, I mean, they don't, either right. way, they have that kind of richness, that fattiness that keeps you keeps you going till lunch. Right. It's, it's very nice. And that brings it back to back full circle to like the whole idea of this eggs and bacon thing is that when you eat, <clears throat> when you eat things like protein and certain kinds of fats in good quantities and fiber like those things are are good for you you know because your body needs them but also they're good because they are are high they're they score very well for satiating you and mm-hmm. actually ending your hunger and the idea is that because of that you can eat less of those things and still achieve the ultimate goal of fueling yourself so like have eggs in the morning. Like Kevin, we all know Kevin is a, a fit guy who seems like his, his body is pretty well put together. And so, yeah. you know, protein is, is certainly a, a significant he part has, of that. He has breakfast every morning. He will right. tell you he's like he's a big breakfast person. And and Max and I have, have firsthand knowledge that that is a big thing in his, his family too. So it's, it's stuck with yeah. him. And like solid breakfast choices, bacon and eggs. So, I mean, I would say that now the as it relates to diets i also think that yogurt is really appealing i mean max would you would you say that if someone was to decide to go down the keto keto route that that yogurt is something you can do oh yeah yeah you just can't buy the kind that has the um you know fruit on the bottom or flavored of any kind just means sugar 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 so Uh, you know if you you want to add a little bit of flavor you could certainly add artificial sugars like stevia which i'm not into any of that you could add a tiny bit of fruit. If you're going full keto, though, you can't really eat fruit, which is Weird. unfortunate. But you could – so – and I think that talking about nuance and stuff also with the yogurt, you can you can add some, some almond slivers or whatever in there, and you could add fruit, and you could go the sugar-free right. dried fruit route. Yeah. So – Well, yeah, dried so fruit has a ton I actually, of sugar in it. Yeah. I actually like well. to buy the plain yogurt um, with some fat in it. And then I'll add fresh fruit, and I might add a little bit of jam. Now, I realize mm. that adding jam is the exact same thing as the fruit on the bottom, but I can add a lot less, because you don't yeah. need as much as they put yeah. in there. Yeah. So you put a little bit in, and then it's like, you know, you're, yeah, you're adding sugar. Should you feel bad about that? I don't know. You're adding added sugars, but you're controlling how much you're putting in. And that's, mm-hmm. that, you know, that, that's And that, important. as always, when it comes to food, like, more than hewing to a diet, like, that is the buzzword. It's control. It's have. It's making choices yeah. that allow you to control mm-hmm. what you eat. So if you're going to have eggs, maybe have two. Don't have three. If you're, you know, yes. maybe ha- have hard-boiled eggs instead of frying them in butter. You know, less bacon is not a bad thing. Um, if, yes. You know, and if you want to have, like, a bread product, if you want to have toast, you know, seek out something that's whole wheat and has some fiber <laughs> instead of, you know, enriched white flowers. Throw an avocado into the mix. Get wild with it. You yeah. know, and if you know, and if you're if you're someone who subscribes to this, uh, you know they have they have what like coconut dairy product uh, yogurts yes. out there. You oh, can go yeah. wild with that. But I mean, I think control is is the right. You shouldn't thing go here, wild. Is, you shouldn't actually go wild with anything. And that's yeah. that's the point. Yeah, you you sh- you shouldn't. But like this is an opportunity to take control, and I think really fits with all the different stuff. And you don't get to work or or wherever you're going and fall flat on your on the floor just asleep in a coma. Yep. Save that for brunch. That's for tourists. Oh, brunch is yeah. That's when you do that. <laughs> all, brunch. All bets are off. Nothing at is brunch. more. 
nothing is more American than like let's combine these meals, make them huge, and then add endless alcohol as an right. option on Let, top. Let's make yeah. food a lawless wasteland. <laughs> <laughs> Barbecue uh, brunch, Deadwood as breakfast. Yeah, <laughs> I just learned that Deadwood is it was actually a real place last night. Oh uh, yeah, that, that I did not sense. know that. Um, I think I watched a season in one episode, but I would say the difference between uh, brunch and uh, and Deadwood is that at least Deadwood had a sheriff. <laughs> there you go. On that note, uh, let, let's let's wrap this up and, and say that if if you have breakfast thoughts, uh, come come find us on Facebook or Twitter at Pretty Okay Pod and let us know what you think. All right, now we will move on to. Pierce is sorry, and so we wonder what is on the apology docket today. Um, so this this week I am apologizing for uh, returning a bag of chips at the mom's across the street from me. So I, I think uh, I'm apologizing this week. Like first and foremost, the extra I think eighty cents that I paid for the chips was like not that wouldn't have been a big deal. But I, I guess I've, I've come to this place where I am very, uh, and I think we've, I've definitely talked about this with you all before. But it, I am inclined, I buy into the marketing of a sale, and so I saw that the chips were like a dollar off, and I was like, oh, I'm getting these because they are on sale. I think they will bring me some amount of joy, um, and I will get them because they are on sale. Like I rationalize that that is why I'm getting them. I am getting on the sale. At the end of the day, I'm getting the chips because I think I would enjoy them. I don't need them, but I think I would enjoy them, and I am fortunate enough to have the disposable income to do it. So for me to go through the line and then see on my receipt that actually, and, and maybe it was their fault, um, and it, they should have been 80 cents less, but all I did was I went to the counter and waited there and was polite, and had this person who was probably doing something else more important come so they could return a bag of chips. At the end of the day, I didn't, I didn't say like, hey, maybe you should consider, can you, can you check that display? It might be confusing for other people. I, you know, so I didn't help anything. I just made someone's life inconvenient for me to do something that I totally didn't need to do. So in my blindness and pride on, I don't know, spotting a good sale, I... I didn't even back it up. I didn't even stand um, behind my my what I thought was a sale purchase. I just said, I'm returning these bag of chips. They didn't even ask why. I just returned them. And so $2.50 went back into my account. It's dumb. I, Would you I don't do support that apology. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that but when, when things are, about are, are mismarked, yeah, I mean, it might it's unfortunate that you didn't say something, but whether or not it's mismarked, you got theoretically over well you did get overcharged because if it's labeled as something they, they have to charge you that price so yeah. you know when it when it comes down to it I, I, it makes me actually think of and this is much deeper but it makes me think of like predatory bills and things where it's like when when you're hit with fees and fines that you're not paying attention to on your cell phone bill and it's it's really easy to so to take advantage of people so no i think it's good that you you stood up for the for the but, little guy and and, and returned those chips that's from what, mom's organic I mean. market the store that the little guy is clearly shopping at. Uh, yeah except no he didn't he didn't stand up for anything he yes. just returned the chips Yes, that's what that's he's apologizing what, for. That's what I'm apologizing for is because I didn't stand up for anybody. I'm just a gump ass person. You stood up for I'm yourself. But, I didn't even stand up for myself. He, he really but didn't. But I never do that. He didn't. So mm. anyway, so <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to stand up for yourself. Uh, and that was a really easy instance. 
it was a tap in, and I I just fell yeah. on the floor, and the ball rolled out of bounds. Yeah. So. Uh, okay, now that we were, let's move on from that very confusing sports mixed metaphor, <laughs> and uh, we'll close with a a big idea from from pop culture, and uh, it'll be a little unorthodox this week. It's not so much pop culture uh, as a, a thing I did, uh, you know, in in service. Uh, uh, in order to record this podcast, we we all use our our computers, and. I've had mine for uh, a little over four years now, and, and there are some things that are starting to degrade performance-wise. And so I said, I can't really afford to buy a new computer right now. Let me figure out how I can make this situation better. And I bought a new hard drive and replaced it myself. And... Mm-hmm. I'm really pleased with how that has turned out. And, you know, not only is my, my computer working better than it was before, I kind of got a chance to basically reinstall um, the Mac OS clean. I didn't, like, restore a backup or anything, so I just kind of started over and, and had to think about, like, what what are the things that I really want to keep and what can I let go of? And so I, I get kind of uh, uh, several benefits I get. A better performing computer, I get, you know, the feeling of having Marie Kondoed my digital life a tad, and then I also, uh, I get the the sense of accomplishment of having of having you know done something with my hands, which, you know, I, I don't do that often. None of us do that often, uh, because we are our soft desk jockey boys. Uh, I um, would I would I would point that one uh, essential point of this podcast is that these hands are always ready. To type. Right. right. <laughs> Those hands are always <laughs> ready. They're always ready. How often are they pressed into service, well, though? Well, not at mom's, apparently. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I think that I think that it's good if you're, you know, if you're trying to figure out, like, if, if something needs repairing in your life, uh, you know, it's, it's good to figure out if there's a way that you can do yeah. it yourself. Well, and I'd say we've we've got a very thematic pod here today because we talked about empowering yourself in the morning at breakfast. I mean, truly. I mean, taking control. Yeah. Um, as a consumer, going places and don't do what I did, but take control. You are you are worthy of of you know being treated well, and you know don't don't be controlled by Apple's cycle of oh you need to buy a new thing. You know you took a risk more so than. Uh, you know, maybe eating an extra egg at breakfast, but uh, you know, you made you made the most of it. I know Max, you've done that too, and it's you know, you you feel handy. That seems really cool. Oh, absolutely, and specifically with computers. I mean, the the, the, the processing power of computers from five or ten years ago is is absolutely enough for what most people are doing. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about limiting factors, you replace the the memory the ram the hard drive and the battery in most laptops and you'll feel like you have something brand new yeah i've done two of those things now i can't do one of them without replacing larger components but you know and and it also like it has helped a lot to have some friends that have have done repairs or are into customizing their machines and are, are pretty computer savvy so shouts to steven and Britton for talking a very uh. a very uh Un, uneducated person through you know what what repairs I could do myself what would be good bang for the buck and and would would help out you know so 
it's good to ask people questions. People in your life might be able to help you with stuff. Mm-hmm. And so. if you want unsolicited advice, listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yeah, That's good, the end good, of the show. You job. can find good us job. on Facebook or Twitter at Pretty Okay Pod or at our home on the web, www.prettyokaypod.com, where we are also housing some writings. Uh, Pierce just sent me a new recipe. We haven't had one of those in yeah. a long time, so uh, that'll yeah. be up soon. Ian's been writing about music again this year, uh, which is is nice. Uh, Max, again, maybe one day will publish his long-rumored piece about fruit. Um, and and I, I have decided that I'm going to use this outro segment to try to bully him into doing it as often as possible. Yeah, yeah why not? Uh, and... Uh, yeah, so you can find that at prettyokpod.com. You can also subscribe to our feed on your device of choice. Uh, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. Uh, if you don't find us on your podcast app, drop us a line at itsprettyokay at gmail.com, and we'll try to get you taken care of. Uh, although I don't know how you're having that problem if you're listening to this, so maybe that's just an announcement for no one. Um, but either way, if you've subscribed... Thank you. Uh, please do us one more favor. Leave a rating, review, comment, that sort of thing. Or just think of a friend who might be interested in what we're doing and tell them about the show so we can share it with them, too. We will be back, as always, to talk about something else next week. Until then, I'm Sean. I'm Pierce. I'm Max. Thanks for listening.